You're listening to another episode of The Zag. Eric Soap here. Excited to be joined by a 2019 NLC Orlando fellow. Jessica Walker is here. We'll touch base with her, give her a chance to share a little bit about her NLC experience and also share a little bit more about why you should consider applying to NLC. The application deadline is close and fast approaching on September 3rd. So glad she's with us. Let's get to it. Jessica, how'd you hear about NLC in the first place? So while I was in Tallahassee, Florida, I was active in the political arena there, and I heard about NLC. But in that transition in 2018, I moved to Orlando. Mm. So my path to NLC Orlando was a part of my professional model of advocating for justice while committing to public service. And in that effort, I was hopeful that NLC Orlando would afford me with the opportunity to opportunity to bring value to their prestigious network of progressive leaders who are already actively engaging in those methods to pay it forward to their respective communities. And was there anything that surprised you about the experience once you started it in 2019? Not necessarily surprised me, but <laughs> mostly that I'm very like fortunate about. So one of the, thing, one of the more memorable experience of NLC Orlando was my institute primarily because it molded me by giving me the courage to defeat some of my woes of imposter syndrome in spaces that include really smart and phenomenal people. And then in terms of who was in the cohort with you? I think one of the things I know I appreciated about my NLC experience was the diversity of professions and jobs, but you know, also out here in Los Angeles, there was a good diversity of demography and where people lived in the city, a lot of good mixes of folks. What was the, the group of 20 fellows like for you? So our demographic included a lot of attorneys. We had a person who was in like the music industry. I believe we had like a doctor and some teachers and also um, people that were working on political campaigns and representatives of that nature. So it was really good to be a part of that group. Nice. And there's so many different aspects of the Institute in terms of training and the curriculum. Any of the particular weekends stood out to you as, as particularly meaningful? Yes. One that I really enjoyed was the crisis management because it, it helped to show how, how those in the political arena work through crises, crises um, and, and, you know, make the situation better in the media. So. And then, you know, a feature of the program, too, is something called the, the Capstone Project, which is an opportunity for, for fellows to, uh, you know, put together something that they feel would have an impact in their community. What was your Capstone Project and how's it gone since then? Yes. So I really appreciated that aspect. So one, the first thing they told us to do was outline a theory of change. And so my theory of change was that high school graduations are a time of celebration, recognition, and future planning for adolescent students. Most of the time, students are eager to gear up for the new adventures that lie ahead. And considering those shifts that happen during this transition, it's not uncommon for some students to face the great areas of life early on. So this includes sometimes a sudden increase of questions of how to adult. And whether students are leaving high school or to enter the workforce, attend college, or join the armed forces, armed forces, this is a period in which those students are most vulnerable and explore, exploratory in their discovery of their new identity as an adult. So what I decided to do was to find a way to close the gap and provide aids to those students in that transition, specifically to the students that I mentor in the Orlando community. And I created what's called the Adulting Code. And the Adulting Code aims to provide students with the necessary skill set to look internally as they develop their core adult centered principles and characteristics that will guide them through the unsolved code of adulting. And then in terms of the capstone itself, is it a, is it a presentation? Is it a slide deck? How does it actually look in the Institute? 
Yeah, so in the Institute experience, it was a presentation. We had to work through an outline, um, find community partners that could help us with our topics, and then we were presented to our other fellows in a panel of alumni. Got it. When we come back with Jessica, we'll talk a little bit more about her NLC experience and also what she would recommend for folks considering applying to NLC. Thanks for tuning into the Zag. We'll be right back. Jessica, what do you feel like folks who are considering turning in an application, what should they prioritize as they decide if the program is right for them? Well, I think the first thing is to identify your why and what type of leader you are and how you could bring value to, you know, a group of leaders that come together. I think also an ideal candidate is someone who is um, who is um open to mm -hmm. joining a community of new learners and progressive leaders. So to be vulnerable and open and just be able to accept all the things that come with the Institute experience. And of course, it's hard to know what the future holds in terms of if we'll be able to get together or not, but there will most likely be a, a decent chunk of the Institute for 2021 that is virtual. Um, what kind of uh, you know things can you share with folks who are considering the program about how NLC is still going to work hard to build community, even if it's a virtual experience? Well, particularly here in Orlando, we're going to have a fully virtual experience, and we have okay. about four experienced educators who are going to be a part of that, ensuring that you know the um, flow of the institute runs smoothly, the technical things are worked out. So that's something that you know if you're applying to the NLC Orlando chapter, that you can be aware of. And then the last thing is, as folks are completing their applications or just getting started with them, any tips or advice on how folks should approach uh, completing that? Yes, I would just say if you know anyone who is an alumni of any chapter of NLC, just try to reach out to them, get an opportunity to speak to them about their personal experience, and then also just take some time. So set aside maybe an hour or so just to work on your application and just be your authentic self. Great. Good advice. Well, listen, anyone who's considering NLC definitely have two ringing endorsements from myself and from Jessica. You can find the application at newleaderscouncil.org. And if you want to know more about what NLC alums are up to, you can always listen to past episodes of the ZAG. We have a whole lot, including episodes that featured the 2020 fellows from last year, as well as alumni who are doing all sorts of different things to support their community during this pandemic. Check that out. All the places you get your podcasts, SoundCloud, Spotify, Stitcher, they're all there. And until next time, we'll catch you soon.